The message you are about to listen to is brought to you by the Fountain of Life Church Hope Center. We believe that the Word of God has power through the Holy Spirit to cause remarkable changes in your life. And as you meditate and act on these words, your life will become a testimony. starting a series today called The Recalibrated Life. Because I was telling Bishop this morning, when he caught that recalibration, he kicked us out. And by the way, recalibration message always kick us out of our venue. Because last year, we're still trying, we're using the house, and God says, okay, they've opened a small door. Go to the office, use. So we went out of our place, and we had such a fantastic time. About 10, no, sorry, five of us, you know, different people, we now became prisoners, let me come. Because after message, we'll have a powerful time of worship. So now God has recalibrated. We're moving again, man. Praise God. All right. So to live a recalibrated life, a few things we need to know. One is understand the knowledge of God, the true knowledge of God. You cannot trust a God you suspect. You cannot trust a God that when he says good morning, you have to go outside and check if it's truly morning. If you look at the book of Genesis, when God told them, if you eat of this fruit, you will die. You can't, you don't, you, they had a false knowledge of him. That's why they thought he was lying. Because if God says you will die, it means you will die. So why bother to eat it? Now he gave this analogy. Fear is an introduction of knowledge. And to, to disperse fear, you also need another knowledge. Let me show you this. Genesis 1. I'm just so that you can go and buy the tape, amen? Not buy the tape, I mean watch on YouTube. If you are flying a first class, I didn't say business class, first class. I remember one day I was traveling and uh, there was no seats for me that day because, and I had to, I needed to make sure I was in SFO because I had people waiting for me. I was going to connect somewhere else. They say anywhere, I say anywhere you find, I will, hey, I will sit there. So he said, God just grant me favor. So I was praying. The last brother, don't come. Brother, don't come. I said, the guy was running from somewhere. <laughs> don't lock the gates. You see, is God not amazing? You are praying that the brother should not come. Brother is praying that please don't let them delay. So you see, when God answers prayer, you must trust that he knows what he's doing. He has a way of balancing the system. You are praying, Father Lord, no rain. No rain. No one can relax with, Lord, cease the rain. Rain, I speak to you, cease. And God is saying, maybe somebody has been praying they need rain for their crop. So you must trust God. So brother, brother, enter. As I say, because what are we going to do for you? And I say, anywhere you fine, honestly. Even if it's on the lap of the pilots. <laughs> and I said, follow me. Hmm. Listen, gentlemen. Thank God for some small things. We have sat in some places. I have not sat in first class yet. It's not a ticket to go to heaven. So, I mean, God, I'm grateful if I do. If I don't, you are still God. Amen. So, that's how they take me past. Ah, I know that, uh, I know this business class. This place we are going is different. I've passed it by saying, mommy, it's first class I just passed. Even the kubiku that the, um, wait, what's those things, those people? Aosesses. The kubiku of the Aosess in first class is different. Sorry, I was able to recline my seat inside kubiku. I had cotton. I did not pay first class, but I enjoyed first class. 
Not the original seat, boys. But imagine that kind of place. And I was even closer to the pilot. And suddenly they say, ladies and gentlemen, I was sipping stuff. I ate all the food. They didn't give me economic food. They gave me first class food. Unfortunately, I'm not quite experienced in my eating yet, but now I'm experienced. They brought leaves. They brought things. I'm like, I just took pictures of it. At the point, it was like okra and beans. I, I, didn't, I couldn't place it. That's what it looked like. So when they said, what do you want? Chicken or just stick with chicken? Just a chicken. All right? And then imagine where I was, excited. And I just hear, ladies and gentlemen, we're sorry. The pilot just collapsed. You see, ladies and gentlemen, at that point, it didn't matter whether it will not, it didn't happen. I'm just, at that point, it will not matter that you're in first class. The panic guys catching you in first class will catch them in economy. <laughs> All of a sudden, you say, what's in first class? You start to sweat. Why? 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 Knowledge. You got an information. You got knowledge that informed you that it's about to go down. And I love what Emmanuel said. Imagine, right there, one guy just stood up. Oh, no problem. Um, this is my ID card. I actually fly for um, another airline. I'm just on vacation right now. You know, I realize that it's the guy of pilots. And he just announced, oh, wow. Another pilot just came. What will happen to that headache you're having? It will, it will calm down. Why? Another knowledge. So fear feeds on knowledge the same way faith feeds on knowledge. So what are you feeding yourself? So at the end of the day, you are chopping. The same thing happened in Genesis. Go and read Genesis 3. It was knowledge. If you eat of the fruit of knowledge and good and evil. So go and read the remaining. Go and watch the remaining. So do you understand? Somebody, I, I did it. I, we'll talk about it later. That's the word I want to use to end. But just giving us a period to see that fear is a tormentor. Fear, fear is not because you have money or don't have money. Fear does not respect that. So if you have a false knowledge of God, that is why if you sin, if you think God is the one that is carrying Cain, you won't run to him fast. You see, that's what the devil does. It gives you a false knowledge of God. That's why some of you, the Lord will bless you. I think we just turn up tabernacle here. What do you think? The Lord will bless you and you're so afraid because you think it's going to run out. Some of you don't rest. Some, <clears throat> some of them don't rest as they should because of fear of running out. Because you think that if I don't keep working or keep doing, how can I sustain myself? The question I have for you, the idea of Garden of Eden was it man's idea or God's idea? No, no, no. Genesis chapter 1. If you go to Genesis chapter 1, God created everything before he brought man in. Man did not even know he needed to be created. God created everything. If, uh, please read Genesis 1, 2, 3. Read it over and over again. He made everything. Then he said, let us make. He did not do board meeting, ladies and gentlemen. Now we've done everything. I'm about to create a species that will be like me. And they brought you and I in. But when you even came inside, you didn't come up with the idea that you need to eat. Did you get that? You didn't come up with the idea of I need food. It was God that told you, eat. So God cares for you much more than you can ever care for yourself. So if you have a false understanding of who God is, it will affect everything you do. 
If you are afraid, like my man said, we are afraid of judgment. And when they talk about rapture, you should not have panic attack. You should be excited to see your father. Knowing fully well that until he says time off, nobody can take my life. So do not be afraid of one that can touch your body but cannot touch your soul. The fear of death, the fear of judgment, the fear of sin. If you become sin conscious, you will sin. So you cannot use sin consciousness to overcome sin. I don't want to sin. I don't want to sin. Baba, you will sin. How? Job said the things I fear has befell me. You see those secret fears? If you don't go there. Someone say go there. Some of you said I don't want to go there. God said go there. I said I don't want to go there. God said go there. Sit down with God. What are the areas of your life that you are afraid about? What are the areas of your life that you have false understanding of who God is? It will affect how you live. Some of you think that you have to, so you say, no, 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 say something to me that blew my mind. He said, Missy, you were not healed because you were dancing and praying. You were dancing and praying because you were healed. Oh, and he set me free. You know why? Because after point, after, when I'm in pain, I'm like, oh my God, is it because I stopped dancing? See, the switch, the switch from fear and faith can be so subtle. Sometimes they come in religious statements. But you have switched. The devil is not telling you, you are not praying and fasting. That's why, that's why this is happening to you. So you just say, ah, oh yeah, five loaves of prayer. Six pinches of righteousness. You're not talking to concussion, you're mixing champagne. Let's just do a little bit of shalabo. You put a little bit of this and it now becomes something that is not sacred anymore. Because the devil keeps oppressing you. I keep telling people this. The devil never reminds you to pray so that you can pray. The devil reminds you to pray so they can condemn you. You're not praying enough. You're not doing this enough. But conviction is, the love of God is telling you, come, let's do more. Into me, see. That's intimacy. Into me, see. Intimacy, come into me to see me. So ladies and gentlemen, please, go back and sit down. Because you do this assignment, I'll ask you to bring your book out in church. Amen? Yeah. I'm principal this month. You write out areas of your life that you have fears. Who is God to me? Ecole. Write it down is what I mean. Areas you have fears. One. One B. Who is God to me? One C. Do I believe? Oh, sorry. One C. Areas of my life that I can't relate. Areas of... They say God is good. If you cannot, don't say God is good. But you can't relate. Right? I can't relate. God is a father. Father scares me. You know why you need to ponder on this? When God asks you, can you trust me? Don't just jump and say yes. Think about it. Can I trust you? Yes, God, I can trust you. So then give me your son. God said something to me that blew my mind. It's because you think I'm a wicked God. It's why I'll ask you to rest. And you negotiate it for work. I'll ask you to rest. You think you own your... That's why a lot of us are walking... Your, it's just God that is sustaining us. Some of us, our head... I know it. Your head is sleeping. Five plus two plus two, five, five. Insight, insight. How many people check the product of the product line? You're computing the assignment. You're, your head, you can't... Why? You want control. And one song I've been singing throughout this week is, Lord, you don't need me, but somehow you want me. Oh, how you love me. Somehow that frees me to take my hands off of my life and the way it should go. 
Oh, Lord, you don't need me, but somehow you want me. Oh, how you love me. Somehow that frees me to break my ends up. And the way you should go. Can I tell you one of the things I love about Jesus and I believe he loves about me? When he shows me my humanity, I don't run away, I run to him. When God shows me, I don't go to God as PI. I'm a daughter of God. I don't go to God, I Father Lord, give me a message to preach. I, I've, I, mm -mm. Let the overflow bless people. Don't give people your flow. You will die. Your flow is for you. The anointing upon is different from the anointing within. Even as a business person, you can be running dry, auditing bare. <laughs> Allow God refresh you. If, if Jesus, if God could rest, then you can. Guys, I'm learning this. So your assignments, 1A, read it to me. 1A. 2A, hold on. 1B. 1C. But my own is shorter. 1C is... Areas of my life where I cannot relate with God. Like areas of my life or names of God. Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Shekonu, Jehovah Shammah. All those things, if you cannot relate, write it down. Finally, I'm going to read one scripture. We'll take it up from there. I have a message. So what we're doing is recalibrate a lifestyle. The first thing is the knowledge of God, but I don't want to dwell too much on it. Emmanuel started something very powerful. Go and watch it on our YouTube page. Open up the Bible to the book of 1 Samuel. So after recalibration, what happens? Most times, after every great encounters, what follows is sometimes the mundane. I'm going to take that again. After every great encounters, what follows sometimes is the mundane. For what follows sometimes is the test of, not even sometimes, the test of that word will rise. And if you don't understand it, you'll judge God unfaithful. Some of you think, so you were frequently on a... It's my champion, champion, champ, champ, champ. Then on Monday, you are wondering, I just sang champion. Why am I feeling unchamped? <laughs> and all of a sudden, some of you, areas of your life that you thought you dealt with, is coming back again. I thought we are fast here. And all of a sudden, you are overwhelmed on all sides. And the devil is telling you what you experienced at recalibrate was a lie. He's telling you that what you experienced was called congregational um, hype. That you were just there as the, as the what's cheerleaders. You were just one of the cheerleaders. You really did not experience anything. I'm here to tell you it's a lie of the devil. Because if you don't know how to steward your encounters, you, you allow the devil to cheat you out of so many things. Praise God. Open your Bible to the book of, I love this so much. Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 16. Now the Lord said to Samuel... And by the way, Bishop's messages, they're going to make sure it's available. I told them, I believe they are, they, are, they are making it available. You can always get the audios after service. There was a message he preached about how the Lord rejected Saul. How many of you just cried from March to June? That's what I was doing. Because Bishop's message was as if he was coming with a... He will rob you here. It was just a mixed feeling. I don't understand. Like, make up your mind. You want to comfort us. You want to beat us. Like, choose it. <laughs> But that's how our father is. He's a loving God at the same time he's giving you truth. First Samuel verse 16 says, Then the Lord said to Samuel, 
You have mourned long enough for Saul. I've rejected him as the king of Israel. So fill your flax with oil and go to Bethlehem and go anoint a king. I'm going to jump all the way. And God gave him the strategy. See, Samuel, this byproduct, Samuel will have with chest, full chest, go to anoint David and will have been killed. Did he get the instruction wrong? No. He got the strategy wrong. Because he asked the Lord, Samuel asked the Lord, if I go there and saw fine, I'm going to anoint another king. While he's still king, he will kill me. God said, no, 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 don't go there and announce you want to announce another king. Go there. Like you're going to do sacrifice. Someone said, ah, it's not true. God gave him the strategy. So for every instruction, there is a strategy. We've come out of recalibration. There is a strategy. There is a strategy on how you've operated on a level up until now. There's a strategy. Your routine for prayer might have changed. There's a strategy. You sleep earlier than before or later than before. There's a strategy. Don't get boxed up with the soul days. Find out what is the strategy going forward. God has given you a word recalibrate. You, might need, you need a strategy to work it out. Doesn't mean the word is for some of you. I feel somebody jumped into something and it feels like it backfired. Do not be discouraged. Go back to the Lord and ask the Lord, what is the strategy? And then the Lord gave him a strategy. Now, verse 7, verse 6, when he saw Brother Boff, it's not in there. Sorry, please. When they arrived, Samuel look, took one look at Eliab and thought, surely, husband is not in your version, surely, this is, what, this is the Lord's anointed. When he saw brother, ah, brother, or King Lee. And the Lord said to him, I do not judge by appearance or height, for I've rejected him. The Lord doesn't see the things the way you see it. And all the way, you know what happened. Go and bring David, the anointed David. Ladies and gentlemen, the anointed David. Do you understand what it is? David, you are now king. David, you've just finished recalibration. I've given you a word. David, I've poured oil upon you. Oil. Someone say oil. Yeah, it's thick, it's potent, it's powerful. But David, when you're done, go and serve as a slave. Underneath the one I have rejected, but he doesn't know. David, I've anointed you king, but don't loud it. Nobody knows. After great encounters, sometimes you need discretion. You need discretion. You carry this vessel. You carry this in ethnic vessel sometimes. I saw something in the book of First Kings and he has not left me. Ezekiel prayed for extra life. And because they heard that he has been prolonged to live, or they heard that, because everybody heard that he was about to die. So they heard that he didn't die. They came to rejoice with him. Listen to me, guys. It was a good thing. They came to rejoice with him that he didn't die. But in the excitement, it jeopardized his future. In his excitement, excitement is not discernment. In his excitement, he opened up everything to the Babylonians. Those who want to hide the blessing of Israel reported it back and they waited for years. Till the Lord said, that day, God now came to me and said, ah, oh God, what did you do? He said, I showed them. If there was nothing, I did not show them. Listen, listen. That thing has not left me since last week. We're in a day and age of discretion. Don't open your lot to the Babylonians. Don't just put it out there. Don't, 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 don't. Not out of fear, but out of preservation. No, out of fear. Nobody's saying, oh no, maybe we're going to model. Listen to me. The world will always tell you they need you to model it. There's the word enough. The word is modeling it. Your other area of your life is modeling it. I don't need to show you the details. Because guess what? My vulnerability is not for everyone, but my transparency is. So it's a guy opening up and he has not left me. And because of that, he said, some of your princes will serve him. But guess what he was thinking? Well, at least there's peace in my time. One man's mistake. One man. 
Why? He showed it all. Look at it with David. They anointed David. Verse 14. After anointing David. So, um, so the Lord sent a tormented spirit upon Saul, the Lord. 15. Some of Saul's servants added to him, a tormented spirit from God is troubling you. Let us find a good musician and all of that. Verse 17, Saul said, find me someone who plays well and bring it to me. One of the servants said to him, one of Jesus' son from Bethlehem is a talented heart prayer. Listen, while David was waiting to be king, he was still doing what God has given to him. What is in your hands? I know you've done recalibration. There's this mightiness of I can do all things and raise the dead. Okay, start to pray for the people on your street. Start to pray for people in your family. How do we practicalize and bring that great word to our daily day-to-day -day living? Does that make sense, somebody? Praise God. And then they brought David. Guys, listen to me. Listen to me. And I'm, I'm blown. I'm going to show you something and I'm going to stop there today. David came for a recalibrate conference. No, he didn't even come. David was the one frying turkey, doing asun with Ayo. David was the guy that is a server boy with Ayo, but he's a good asun slayer. David was good when he carried that ram. <laughs> I mean, he was so good with it. And then, Pastor Taiwo walks in, doing that Sunday, and he said, I'm here to anoint the next king of Nigeria. All of us will come in. Alfred will stand like this because he thinks he looks like a king. <laughs> JJ too, come on, like, I play the bass. Femi like this with his style, like, who king reach me? Everybody will just position themselves. They say, Baba, not be you. Go and call, call me the Asun Friar. And the boy comes in. There's glory, but you know, the dust has covered him on the smoke. And some of the girls are like, oh my God, he sings. But they don't know that's the king. Hmm. That's the word for you people. Anyways. Anyways, and then he came. They brought him, anointed him king. What do you think will happen next? After I anoint you, you go, shalaba, ba, ba, ba. You lift your hand and say, now the king want to walk. Brother, Allah. David took his anointing and went back to obscurity. David took his anointing and went back to the seemingly mundane. I'm here to tell somebody to live a recalibrated life. You cannot despise the seemingly mundane. You cannot despise the day-to-day. -day. I drive, I do this thing. That same job, that same work. He went back, Amadi, with that anointing. Baba, he went. Now, he went back. You will have thought that's okay. I checked, I was trying to check history. Between the time David was anointed and when he killed Goliath, it was between, two, between three years. Baba, they anoint you. And then when he killed Goliath, I finished on more crown, don't they? Now lie. It took 17 years. Recalibrated lives. Recalibration is not an happening. It's a lifestyle. That's what Victoria was saying last week. You must live. They anointed David. Ah. They now say, David, come. Come and play for the king. I'm sort of like the king. I'm the king. No, you're anointing in the corner that was not yet publicized. Only David, they knew he was anointed king, but nobody else knew. So sometimes God would do great things in the corner. He's not anointing to the world. You would think that after God gave Mary Bele, changed her life, God will announce in billboard. Ladies and gentlemen, don't judge Mary. Now me give him Bele, but no, God didn't do that. He kept it quiet. Are you okay with that, guys? Are you okay with that? Are you okay with that? Are you... Mom's, don't even go there. Don't even go there. Let me try go there. Let me go there with small. For instance, 
we, we, I mean, go to meetings and they say, oh, are you, P.I.'s husband, are you okay with that? P.I.'s husband, but you are only me And sometimes it's almost like they just want to know, P.I.'s husband. I said, I'm Olumide. Yeah, P.I.'s husband. <laughs> but he's human. He's Olumide, anointed, amazing bishopless. No, bishop, bishop, bishop. Forgive me, scratch that. He's anointed, loved of God. I'm, how many will be blessed by this man of God? My life has never remained the same. But some people, it's still what? P.I.'s husband. When I'm shaking and rolling and you can't sleep in night, P.I.'s husband, are you okay with the cross God has put upon you? Are you okay with the burden of the calling, with the burden of the word, with the burden of the anointing, with the burden of the association, with the burden of the partner? Are you okay with that? Guys, if they have called David to just serve somebody else, no, David came to serve Saul. But what David did not know, God was introducing David to royalty. David went to understudy and spy out how to, be, how to be a king and how not to be a king. So when David was saying, do not take your presence away from me, he knew what it is like for a king to rule with, without the presence of God, which is equal to madness. See, some things are caught, some things are not taught. Some things as a result of the environment you are in. That's why I don't joke with planting. I tell people, I don't joke with planting. All I knew... The man I married, Pastor Tyler, I, 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 all I knew is that I got to fountain. I've been carrying this anointing. I didn't understand the working of those things so well. And I was just a pastor say, I feel the fire. I feel, I, I just see we are just falling. I said, this falling, we've been falling in first place. So this meaning of the falling and the falling and the connection of the falling. All I knew, something was happening to me by association. That's why you have to be careful who you're around. So I'm sorry, sir. You're anointed. You're the wealthiest person. But God tells you to wash the toilet in church. And they don't tell you thank you. That is recalibration. What do you do with the power you received? Serve. Serve. David, anointed king, you are playing, playing, playing for the one that is standing your way. Shouldn't you just use mistake and kill him? David, has, it's not until he saw them, he has had the opportunity to finish Saul. Some of you, God gives you the word, then you take it upon yourself to perform it. You are not to perform God's word. You are to align with God's word. You are to let the word of God dwell richly inside of you. God must have been humbling David. God has been, you know, this happened before he killed Goliath. Yet, David was saying, guys, did you notice that? As if Saul did not know David. Have you read the scripture where? He said, go and bring Someone that's playing keyboard. And I say, David is here to kill Goliath. And he's saying, okay, where my clothes? He doesn't know by now that. He knows David. So what was going on? Can your gifts serve the ones you hate? You shouldn't hate anybody. Can your gifts serve the people that have despised you? Can your gift be a blessing to the ones that they, they are pulling you down? David had to learn how to serve under Saul to get Saul out of him. Did you get that? He had to learn to serve under Saul to get that Saul mentality and lifestyle out of him. He saw what it is like to rule without the anointing. It's like madness. So that's why he will cry. Lord, do not take your anointing from me. When he sins, say, Father, it's better keep deal with me, God. You choose what's the best punishment. Or I'm safer in you. A day in your court is better than a thousand elsewhere. He knew these things. Why? Process. 
Has anybody got something from today? The lifestyle recalibration, one, you must understand the knowledge of God. Number two, don't despise the mundane. What happened, what's the next thing after great encounters? It's the wilderness. You will have thought that Jesus, after they anointed you are king, you will go. Have you not noticed? Check it. David, Joseph, why did God bother the boy with dream? <laughs> He not ask for it. He already have quotes. It's okay. God did not stop his quote alone. He gave him dream. And I don't think he was just arrogant. He was just excited. I'm telling you, there's something the Lord is saying this season. Do not spill before time. There's something God is saying. So we, and guys, I know it. He can't talk. Someone say he can't talk. I didn't say he can be. He can't talk. In this day and age where it feels like we're all recounting how great we are. And God is saying, can you be okay that you are great without recounting it? A dear friend said to me, those that really have it, they don't loud it. Because they are it. Those that really have it, they don't loud it. When you meet people and the first thing you want to push is your giftings. And what, my, my name is, um, oh, I, 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 walk, I, I walk too. I, I, I'm due too. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay for that moment. Go to God and let him deal with it. Because you're not what you do. You are who you, we are, you do what you do because of who you are. Guys, David went on that soul. He took that anointing. After recalibration, I had to deal with, say, I, 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 we recalibrate now. Hello, I'm recalibrating. I had to create my recalibration again. And that's what God is calling us to do. What next? After great encounters, you take that anointing and you walk it out. Remember what Pastor Dami said? You walk it out. So you are anointed. Your coat is floating like this. Your parachute is healing all the people in your environment. You are the one that is funding all the projects. And God is seeing you. But yet God will still put you to do the seemingly mundane things. David, go and be singing for this man that I have removed my spirit from. Lastly, if you look at the next verse, 17. Let me just read it. First Samuel 17. The Bible says that David, just read this when you get home. First Samuel 17, verse 15 says, But David went back and forth so he could help his father with the sheep in Bethlehem. David anointed king. Wasn't just serving in the palace. You know, at least he's not serving in the king. So, I mean, it's close to a throne. So, I, don't, I've, I've, I've got nothing to do with sheep anymore. But David still took that anointing and did what he was still doing when they came to meet him. He went back to taking care of the sheep. Though he was anointed king, though he was serving in the palace, though he was doing all of those things, there was something. So when God says, how many of you are ready for us to look, unpack the life of David? When God look at a man, despite all his sin, all his mistakes, all his sin or rambo, everything, and God says, I'm sorry. <laughs> My husband is praying for me. Just pray for me right there. Despite everything, David did. God will look at him and say, you are a man after my own heart. Go and unpack who this guy is. Next week, I'm going to talk about the burning bush. See, if you miss out on the supernatural because of craze for the spectacular, you are doing yourself. I'll say that again. When a generation is like, where's it happening? Fireworks come like this. Bah! And Jesus come through the fire. My beloved. Say, ah! That's where the spirit is. Ah! Ask Elijah. Elijah saw fire. He said, I'm not there. 
I'm in a still small voice. Why? You have to be close to hear the still small voice. You cannot do proximity and proxy relationship with God. You cannot delegate your worship. You cannot delegate your... Go ahead and see God. Morning, go just ask God and come back. That's not the essence of the prophetic. Because it's like we're going back there again. That's not the essence of the prophetic. So someone will sit down there and I'm telling you, is this what the Lord... This is the idea of the prophetic is to declare God's word to you, to invite you to go see for yourself. Moses could have seen the bunny bush and delegate his cousin to go and see it for him. The bunny bush caught Moses' attention because of the hunger inside of Moses. And because Moses dared to go to the bunny bush himself, look at what happened to him afterwards. And that's the story of his life. Anybody been blessed today? Can you rise on your feet? So I want to ask you a question. What next after recalibrate? What is God calling you to that you think I have passed it? What's God asking you to do? What's God inviting you to? Some of you need to come back home. Are you so far gone from God? Hi, 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 hi. Thank you. Some of God said, somebody, some of you are offended. You're offended. Like, God, how will you do that to me? I hear the word. God said, someone's saying, God, you stood me up. God, you stood me up. Hmm. You see, grief is so powerful. If you don't grieve with God, it can drive you away from God in a way that you would you wonder what happened to you. I remember when I lost my dad. I'm not telling you that you disappear. I'm still crying. I was still seeing man that look at my dad. What TV? I was see old man. Oh, he was small British language. Say, oh, my daddy. You know. But I'm doing it with God. I want you to talk to God while you're standing right there. I, I prayed a prayer. The greatest prayer you can pray in life is God help me. I prayed God help me. I asked God a question. I'm going to sing this song. This is the first time we're singing here. Amadi, show me who I am and what I'm to do. Tell me who I am and what I'm to do. Show me who I am and what I'm to do. Show me, Lord. Tell me, Lord, who I am. The Lord gave me this song a while ago. And I started crying. Uh, this week, I was saying, it was this morning the Lord reminded me. You asked me and I've shown you. Guys, there's something about revelation that will change your life. In one minute, you talk to God. We will be singing. You don't sing. You just be praying and say, God, help me. You must get to a point where when the devil throws things at you, I know it's going to be painful. I say, God, Ah, well, stay at your feet. I will stay at your feet, Jesus. I come again. Nothing is beneath me. Nothing is beneath me. Go and minister in places that they are wondering what's wrong with this one. I don't know. I'm a minister. I'm a anointing. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a what? Something needs to be done in the house of the Lord. I will do it. Lord, do you need my money? Take it. Do you need my page? Take it. I partner with you today. You don't look around. Just begin to talk to the Lord. I'm going to give you one minute. Talk to God. God, I had a great encounter with you. I recalibrate. And it's looking like nothing is happening again. Lord, ever since I said yes. I remember my husband was saying. Getting married to, to ourselves has been a journey. It's been a journey because now. <laughs> you can just plan this. I will do our money. Now it's God's money. Took us a journey. Help me. 
Some of you need to forgive somebody. Listen to me. Ha, 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 ha. I hear the Lord say, somebody, you need to forgive yourself. God say, I don't hold it against you. It's self-righteousness to think you want to pay for that sin. It's as if there's a level of pain you want to feel to justify that you're sorry. God say, let it go. I don't know if anybody is receiving help. Lift your hands. Show me who I am and what I'm to do. Show me, Lord. Tell me, Lord, who I am. I hear your voice. I hear your voice telling me who I am. You just be praying. Just be praying. I hear your voice showing me what I'm to do. I see your face telling me who I am. Hey, I hear you, Lord. I see you, Lord. Da la la la. If you need help in this place, lift your hands. I want to pray with you. Anybody in need of help, help me, Lord. It's easy to think, ah, uh, me, I can't do so. Ah, uh, it's easy. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus, not to get familiar. Help me not to get discouraged. Help me not to give up. Help me. Hey, I know you are anointed. God has given you so many words. And it's years that you are yet to see a manifestation. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I see you, Lord, telling me. One minute. Anybody want to see? This week you want to see, there's something God showed me today that changed my life. Do you know there's a cycle and pattern to your life? Do you know that there's something to your life? If you understand it, it's like life arc. I was screaming. I was screaming. Because now I understand my instruction. I, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And that's the loving father. He's not doing hide and seek with you. Why does he want to keep you in the dark? If you want to see, I'm telling you, it will solve your problem of trying to know who I am, what I'm doing, defending yourself, my season. You want to see. God did it for me. Raise your hand. I will sing that song you just received. Show me, Lord, who I am and what I'm to do. Show us, oh God, in this house. Show us, Lord, who we are and what we are to do. We hear your voice telling us who we are. We see you, Lord. We hear you, Lord, for telling us. Father, as a church, we come before you today. Help us to steward our encounters. Help us, oh God, to stay with the word. Even if it's taking years, even if it looks like there's a detour, there's somebody in this here. The Lord is saying it is a detour. There's something that's changing. God said it is a detour. Embrace it. It might not make sense, but it is a detour. There is purpose in that pain. There is purpose in that place. And Lord, we just ask for grace. We ask you help us, Jesus. Lord, this week is declared a week of breakthrough. It's our month of supernatural breakthrough. Breakthrough in our sight. Breakthrough in revelation. Breakthrough to really know 
who we are, what you've called us to do, my God. I hear the Lord say there's a purpose to that business. You thought you knew it, but it's about to show you. This morning the Lord said to me the attack of the enemy to attack businesses. But the Lord is going to step up for you. You're going to align your business fully to the purpose of God. And then everything will make sense. And then the striving will cease. And then, ooh, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The devil is trying hard to steal your joy. But as you are resisting him, you are building muscle. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. If you have been blessed by that, we we'll celebrate Jesus. You may be seated. We believe that you've been richly blessed by this message. We are a ministry with a mission to spread the message of hope and love. For more information, you can follow us on our social media platforms at TFOLC Hope Center on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or you can visit our website www.tfolchopecenter.org. God bless you. Hope Center.